because my age difference is not that much, but it's been some points of controversy. They were going to say I'm old just... and dirty, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably was not even a funny joke. <laughs> he laughed because he was like, wow, why would you say that? And I was like, I don't know. I can't stop my mouse. So I just think about that sometimes. And I'm like, does that remind him that I'm older than him? Why did I say that? Are we going to break up because I made that joke? <laughs> We're not, but it haunts me. But yeah, Disney World was fantastic, and I have a newfound appreciation of Donald Duck. Nice. Yeah, I just, I just you know, do. He's a duck. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Get out of your bird propaganda away from me. Icebreaker. When somebody says, no, you can answer this in one of two ways. When somebody says, like, mentions TV theme songs, what is the first one that comes to mind? Or what is your favorite television theme song? Uh, the first one that comes to mind is Gilligan's Island. How does that go again? I couldn't tell you, honestly. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, but it, it takes me back, Marissa. Lord, does it take me back. TV so, theme you... songs. Um, yeah. You got your Simpsons, right? Come on. Classic. Yeah. You got your mm-hmm. Seinfeld. <laughs> Are you doing a bit? Is this going to go into a joke about something? Or is this segueing? No. <laughs> you're setting something up. Okay. No. Um. I, I, I can't remember how it starts. Gilligan's Which Island. Which one? Oh. Is that like... Sounds like a like a pirate jig. I hate it. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, I hate it. I also hate Gilligan's Island. Did you like that show? I used to watch it a lot. Yeah. Oh, every time I would watch, I liked Nick at Night. But every time that would come on, I would be like, "Oh, it's time to stop watching TV." Uh sorry. I hit hard. Okay. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip That started from this tropic port aboard this tiny ship The mate was a mighty sailor Nothing? That, what do you mean? It tells a story? Yeah, I hate it (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm listening to it, sure (laughs) I don't think it's the lyrics I hate, it's just the way it's being sung like a pirate shanty. Yeah, all right. Sorry. What about you? Uh, the first one that comes to mind, let's say, is probably like Gem and the Holograms. But, okay, so this isn't my favorite, but I'm going to say I forgot that it existed until yesterday, and I was like, shit, for an intolerable show that had a good theme song. Uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, do you remember that one? Yeah, well, no, no, not the song. I remember Alvin and the Shipmunks, not the song. Let, um, me, let me look it up. Yeah, because I was like, the show, whatever, as an adult, I wouldn't watch it. But I was like, ooh, that theme song's a jam. I wonder if someone has covered it. <laughs> yeah. Man, 
that's some rocking for the chipmunks. Yeah, I, that's that's really a jam. What's that noise? What noise? Oh, it's stuck. Uh, I I didn't look, but I want to see if there are covers not in the chipmunk voice because I would like that song without the chipmunk voice. I think. But yeah, it was a. Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I forgot. Yeah. Oh, don't even press play yet. I'm not ready, guys. <laughs> I like got a boner as I saw Pete typing in the theme song. He was about to put in. I just want to let you know the theme song he's about to play. I can't believe I forgot about it. I yeah, have this too, on my playlist. I just listen to this song all the time and sing it all the time. Not when I'm being nostalgic. I just really like the song. Let's hear this shit. Oh man. <laughs> oh. Dashing and daring, courageous and careless, faithful and friendly, with stories to share. All through the forest they sing out in chorus, marching along as their song fills the air. Gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. How small they are compared to those. I invention that's beyond compare. They are the gummy bears. Okay, so you're like, oh, this is cute and whatever, right? But. It's definitely the ending, right? Oh, yeah. I was just <laughs> about to say, are you going to fast forward it or do I find it? I'll just play it. Magic and mystery are part of their history, along with the secret of gummy bear juice. The legend is growing, they take pride in knowing the fight for what's right with whatever they do. Gummy bears bouncing here and there and Oh, that last... In my, in my mind, it's even more dramatic. Yeah, me too. Like, they are the Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, and I'm going to get off. In looking at them as characters, I just remember... I, I know this isn't ideal. I just remember this guy's grumpy. I don't remember anything else about him. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't remember anything about this cartoon, except they, like... I imagine them, like bouncing around on their rumps i don't even know if it was on their rumps or they was on or they were just jumping up and down but yeah. in my mind they were all just like bouncing around on their rumps guys i don't even know if this cartoon is good but that that theme song yeah also don't play it because i need to go move on but did you ever see the elf song i mean no the elf show cartoon oh man cartoon. Night, night court's good too rest in oh, peace marky post you're right see there's a lot i don't know who, who's that who died from it uh, the female lawyer? Oh, I don't know what that said. Yeah. Okay, we could stop, because we can go on forever. But I just I just listened to a podcast that outlined their favorite, like, 80s theme songs, and I was just like, this is amazing. Which is funny, because I was more a child in the 90s and the 80s, but the 80s really speak to me. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. Before we get off of screen sharing with audio, I wanted to play a voicemail from Alex. We've got great fans, and sometimes they call to remind us. Oh, yay! Hi, this is Alex. I just took a moment to relish my life well lived. Um, I'm pretty happy these days. Uh, I don't have a dog anymore, and that's a sad story, but it's another story. But I've got two kids. Um, the second one was born not quite two months ago, and he's happy. 
we're all happy, we're all healthy, and to be making it through a pandemic like this is, I'll take it, you know? Um, something I wanted to say is that I come across to people like I'm just a happy person and that things are working out fine for me. And honestly, there's a lot of things that I find very upsetting, and I get really worked up on a pretty regular basis. Um, and also that I've suffered very deeply, that I've had some really tough problems that have been hard to work through. And I guess what I wanted to say is, first, that if it can be mentioned, it can be managed, that if you've got a problem, you can talk to somebody about it, you can do some problem solving, and there really is hope in any situation. I really believe that. Um, and I think the other thing is that we can look at the negative feelings that we have and learn how to more skillfully deal with them. And I think that that's a lot of what happiness is. Um, I mean, you know, maybe there is happiness involved in, like, going to Hershey Park, but I like how the Tao Te Ching says that contentment is well. Thanks for a great show. Bye, guys. Did Alex make up if it could be mentioned it could be managed? Because No. He, okay, because I've never heard that. Well, you know what, Alex? I would believe you did because you're a man of wisdom. Thank yes. you for that. That was a a very, um, yeah, I don't know. That, that was a really cool voicemail. I'm sorry that it seems like there's been some sad, sad things happening your way lately, um, but I'm glad you're fine. No, no, he's to- good now. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 but, I'm still sad, but I'm just sorry for them in general. But I, uh, I definitely understand where he's coming from because uh, – Sometimes when people describe me, they say, Pete's so laid back. And I'm like, what gives you the impression yeah. <laughs> that I am laid back? I try to be. <laughs> yeah. But it's all a facade. I, no, it's not all a facade. Have, Sometimes, you know, but. I can't relate because people call me unhinged a lot, <laughs> which is and, accurate. Well, I am. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, Alex and Pete, if people were like, ooh, you're so happy, and I would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so I get it. I totally get it. And, uh, yeah, I'm sorry for making assumptions. But, you know, you are a layered being as we all are. Um, but uh, thanks for calling, Alex, as always. Yeah. Speaking of phone calls um, and contact. Uh-huh. Uh, thanks, Marissa. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> thanks for letting me get by with the very flimsy transition. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, thanks to my pal Marissa, my girlfriend and I watched Kids Baking Championship on Discovery Ooh. Plus. Good. Marissa, have you we're... been watching baking shows, too? Uh, when my brother came over All right. right Disney, he forced me to because he said, like, Basically, in nicer words, he's like, I don't want to watch your weird shit. Let's yeah. both watch it baking stuff. So, yes, I watched a bunch <laughs> of um, And when we're watching them on Discovery Plus, as with, I feel like, any streaming service where there's commercials, you see the same commercials over and over again. Um, we both hate the Kristen Bell um, one for Lazy Boy. Uh, but we also see a lot of publishers' clearinghouse commercials. And whenever you see one of those, you always think to yourself, does anyone ever win those? Oh, I do. Do tell. <laughs> the simple answer is yes. Whoa. The complicated answer um, is no. Let me qualify this with the fact that I use their website as a, <laughs> a source. So Okay. 
it is seen through a certain lens. But I thought you'd appreciate this, Marissa, when I say yes. Um, we give away prizes every day with prize amounts ranging from $1 Amazon gift cards <laughs> to $20,000 in cash. $1? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'll get into why uh, a little bit later. Major prizes of at least $10,000 are awarded nearly every month. PCH super prizes ranging from $1 million to $10 million are awarded at least three times a year. In total, Publishers Clearinghouse Awards anywhere. This, this too, I like, again, from their, from their official website, because if you were in salary negotiations, imagine this gap. Um, Publishers Clearinghouse Awards anywhere from nearly $3 million to just over $13 million annually. Yeah. Okay. So you got a $10 million uh, breathing room there. I mean, it's better than $1 Amazon gift cards, but yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, if you look at their social media, last week they surprised Anita in Ohio, who was going to use her $10,000 uh, oversized check to do some, some yard work and put up a fence and a shed. Um, in June, they visited nice. Maria in Glastonbury, UK, and uh, she won $10,000 as well. Lewis near Are Pittsburgh won a million dollars. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Um, Lewis in Pittsburgh, he won a million dollars. And in May, uh, there was a Utah couple, Ed and Denise, who won a million dollars. Marissa in the Salt Lake City Times or Tribune, whichever one it is. Um, they referred to people from Utah as Utans. No. <laughs> no. U-T-A-H-A-N-S. <laughs> oh. I'll just call them Utahans. I refuse to call Utahans. Continue. And if you look at that word, it actually more looks like Utahans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't... Anyway. <laughs> Publishers Clearinghouse was founded in 1953 as a magazine subscription service. Can you imagine that in 1953, you need a service to subscribe to a magazine? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it made it easier on the magazines that they didn't have to have in this house... Uh, subscription management departments or something. Mm -hmm. In 1967, the company came up with a unique marketing marketing idea. The idea was to take some of their profits and give it away to their customers in a big showy display with big checks and balloons. And wow. it worked. Huh. <laughs> it's a big check. <laughs> Prize Patrol mem member who looks like he's photoshopped into most pictures, Todd Sloan, joined PCH as a marketing analyst in 1985 and is credited with inventing Publishers Clearinghouse's Prize Patrol when he suggested to his boss that they bring a handheld video camera along with them to film the winner's reactions at the moment of surprise instead of filming the winner in a studio later uh, for TV commercials. As luck would have it, the couple that they surprised in their first ever live winning moment experiment had a very exciting reaction with shrill screams, hugs, <laughs> jumps for joy, and smiles galore. So has, the prize patrol was born. Has it ever oh, that's gone good, really badly? That's a good question. I didn't actually... Maybe I'm just too positive these days. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Todd has held many positions at PCH, Publishers Clearinghouse, uh, leading him to Senior Vice President of Creative. 
his current mm-hmm. title. Todd has a BS in business administrators administration with a marketing concentration from State University of New York at Buffalo. Not too bad for a bachelor. Yeah. Of science. So Marissa, how um how are they giving away one dollar <laughs> Amazon gift cards? Um Yes. PCH <laughs> and I hate that I'm saying PCH guys. Just what you know. <laughs> Began, you could just uh, say pubsters. Do you like that better? Pubs. <laughs> yeah, pubs. Uh, they began selling merchandise in 1985. So they were originally selling magazine su- subscriptions. Now they're going to start selling merchandise. Um, they like started what? with two products. A Hershey's chocolate cookbook and a diet cookbook. And they sold, after they sort of like had some more things going... They sold more than anything the company had ever sold before. A chocolate, a Hershey's chocolate cookbook and a diet cookbook. Um, Ooh, we're buying that. So the company began expanding into jewelry, media, collectibles, and household products, other things like that. The company also shifted its focus online. It began selling magazine subscriptions and merchandise at pch.com in 1996. In 2006, it acquired Blingo Incorporated, an ad-supported meta-search engine that was later rebranded as PCH Search and Win. This was basically, you use their search engine, and the more you use the search engine, the more likely you are to earn tokens, and then the tokens can be exchanged for prizes or money. Okay. They run contests on Twitter, Facebook, and MySpace. Um, They have run, I should say. They do not currently run them on MySpace. Oh. <laughs> they also have iPhone apps for slot games and trivia. Uh, the company created online play and win sites like PCH Games and PCH Quiz for Cash, the number four, uh, with air hockey and video poker games. What? Who does? Who? Who? <laughs> I'll tell you who. Anita in Ohio. <laughs> I guess so. So, um, so they acquired, uh, they acquired candystand.com, which was apparently an established gaming site. Uh, and then they basically just plugged in, instead of you winning just general tokens or points or what have you, you were starting to earn PCH credits, so to speak. Okay. In 2011, they promoted a $5,000 a week for life sweepstakes uh, in TV ads and on the front page of AOL.com. This was in 2011, so I think they're always been a little behind. (laughs) The following year, the company acquired a mobile marketing company um, and utilized that. I'm sorry. And then they used the technology behind that company to sort of expand their customer base a little bit more. Okay. Um, The digital properties were intended to attract younger consumers. By 2013, the Internet had become PCH's primary channel of interaction with customers. The New York Times described the digital transition as part of an overhaul effort to collect information on web users, show them advertisements, and use the registration information for PCH mailings. Oh, I'm so torn because now I want to sign up. Now I want to try and win. I don't want more people to have my information. Yeah. So I know your question, what you're all thinking out there. Does anybody actually win these things? What are the chances of winning? Yeah, do tell. For two 
giveaways that are happening right now. One actually happens in five days, or the end date, I should say, is in five days. If you want to, if you were trying to win the five thousand dollars a week for life, the chances in winning that are one in six point two billion. <laughs> okay. Which is interesting, as uh, an article pointed out, because the global population is seven point seven billion. <laughs> Wait, what is? How does? How does that work? Not I like- don't know. I don't know. Maybe you can enter multiple times. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh. Now, the thing that I really enjoyed learning was, oh, yeah, that's right. They have like $5,000 prizes, $10,000 prizes. So for a $10,000 prize, uh, you have one in 31 million chance of winning. <laughs> so it's a little bit better. Yeah. How how many chances of winning a, a one dollar Amazon gift card? That I think is something that you have to earn by playing games. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and it's funny they have like sort of like personality tests. They're very low stakes. It's just like you're killing time playing a game. Yeah. Stuffed uh, in Pete. I know it. Yeah, and I heard uh, Vegas casinos also have the same thing where you can just keep idly playing games and win points so that that you can use to buy a room in Vegas. Huh. Wait, but then for that, how would you, how would they benefit? Cuz they get you to come to Vegas and they expect you to spend money while you're there. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But fair listener, here at y'all heard, we strive to have more interesting angles when we cover topics like this. And so far this has been very fluffy, I feel. So I should mean, we be covering I, the legal woes? Oh yes. Of pu- Publishers Clearinghouse. Yes. Should we talk about how Ed McMahon was never a spokesperson for Publishers Clearinghouse? Wait, what do you mean? Wasn't he the guy who everyone knows is the guy who goes door to door? He worked for a rival company called American Family Publishers, which filed for mm-hmm. bankruptcy in 1998. He Nobody never worked for Publishers Clearinghouse. Nobody knows that. Is, is this? A Mandela effect. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's crazy. In articles, they cite him, like, in in legitimately published articles, people go, like, or the Publishers Clearinghouse spokesman, Ed McMahon. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, when when you mentioned that, I actually was going to say that, and then I was like, wait, 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 did I, did I imagine that? But, yeah, I don't know Ed McMahon for anything else. What does Ed McMahon do? He was the, um... Well, nothing, nothing now. Well, he, um, yeah. rots, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he was, uh, Johnny Carson's sidekick, I think. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, we could also talk about PCH's pioneers in data mining. <laughs> oh, man. Now, the legal woes I could sum up pretty quickly. Every time they get sued, they seem to lose. <laughs> And it's because of deceptive practices. They put a, they'll mail you something that says you're a finalist for a prize, but you're not really. Uh, they also got sued for mailing fake checks to people uh, that looked like real checks, and people tried to cash them, and that That's was deceptive. You know, different things like that. But no, I want to talk about something else. I want to talk about the prize patrol. Okay. <laughs> because it means the most to me. <laughs> And I want to open uh, a link before I continue. All right. So 
Um, this is what I love, okay? <laughs> there was an interview at the Balance Every Day uh, with a prize patrol deputy. Yes, I said prize patrol deputy. Okay. And that person offered some need-to-know answers to burning questions. <laughs> okay. Uh, this woman is named Janice Ryan. Okay. The Publishers Clearinghouse Prize Patrol is made of a core team of about five people. However, other members of the PCH team can be invited to be part of the PCH Prize Patrol from time to time. For example, PCH conducted a Prize Patrol Blitz, which awarded dozens of prizes across the United States at the same time. To handle such a massive outpouring of prizes, 60 regular PCH employees, including Janice Ryan, were temporarily recruited to the Publishers Clearinghouse Prize Patrol. Do they have any reason to want to be part of it? Hell yeah, man! You get to take, you get to give money to people and see how excited they are. Oh, okay, okay. I just didn't know if there were any like actual tangible perks besides that. Debbie Holland said, "It's not easy to become a Price Patrol member, though." It seems like everyone at PCH would love to have one of those jobs. <laughs> okay. How do you become a... How do you... I'm sorry. Let me get the question right. How do you train to be a PCH Prize Ooh, Patrol member? Okay. If you're a regular Publishers Clearinghouse employee, you don't just go out on a Prize Patrol Blitz. First, you get sent to Prize Patrol Boot Camp. That's right. Every potential Prize Patrol deputy okay. attends a... Two-week prize patrol boot camp to learn the necessary skills for awarding huge prizes to strangers. Okay, that sounds crazy. What kinds of things do employees learn in prize patrol boot camp? According to Janice Ryan, the lessons cover topics like how to alert the local news media, how to discover where the winner will and will be without ruining the surprise, how to represent Publishers Clearinghouse well, and how to get a good shot of a winner's reaction for the cameras. Yeah, that sounds kind of exciting, actually. Two weeks of that shit? <laughs> oh, yeah. Two weeks? Oh, my God, I missed you saying that. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a one-day seminar. Um, before they head out to a winner's home, the, the Prize Patrol members uh, have to buy everything that they need to make it a really special surprise, including a bottle of champagne, bunches of helium balloons, and flowers from a local florist. I mean, they don't use their own money, I would assume, right? You mean the members? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they get reimbursed or something. Okay. Uh, Janet, Janice Ryan said that on one of her deliveries, the florist was so excited to hear about who they were working with that they actually shut the shop down and went along with the prize patrol to present the big prize to its winner. Oh, that's kind of sweet. Yeah. The next thing that they do is try to find out where the winner is going to be without giving away the surprise. They don't notify the winners in advance so that when the prize patrol shows up, the winner's reactions are genuine. Yeah. Sometimes they will call ahead and say that the winner will be receiving a delivery, but they won't mention that the, the delivery in question is a huge check. Other mm, times, okay. they enlist friends or family members to help or surprise the winner at a known location like a workplace. That sounds like the safest bet. I don't think it feels safe otherwise. I want to meet you in a public place. <laughs> yeah, like, I was, although I just like, I don't know. I just feel like in case they're a loose cannon, their friend should be able to tell you that. So this is uh, one of the lines that I enjoy. 
Finally, the prize patrol is responsible for communicating the excitement of the big win to the general public. To do this, they surprise the winner, guide them out of the doorway and into the sunlight where the camera can get a good shot. (laughs) (laughs) And they ask questions that that viewers mostly want to hear, like, you know, how does it feel, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. The last question is, uh, in this particular thing, uh, is what does the prize patrol do if you aren't home to receive a prize? You never have to worry that you will forfeit a prize if you are not home when the publisher's clearinghouse prize patrol comes knocking. That would be cruel. What do you think, Marissa, should should or does happen when you're not home and the prize patrol comes knocking? What do you say? What should happen? Yeah, like what would you do? Um, I'd try one more day, and then if not, I'd do that thing that the post office does. We're like, we tried you twice. Now it's time for you to come pick it up. (laughs) Okay, that doesn't really... I think you failed Prize Patrol Boot Camp. Oh, oops. Why? What would you do? If the winner isn't home, the Prize Patrol doesn't just leave and draw another winner. They locate the winner and surprise them wherever they are. Well, okay, I definitely don't think they should pick another... They would knock on a neighbor's door... To ask for help, or they may go to the winner's workplace and ask a coworker to bring them into their office. Wow, this sounds really dramatic. Yeah. So the prize patrol does consist of, uh, a, again, roughly five members. If you go to the website, uh, pch.com, you'll find out that there are four people on there. And um, really quickly, I just wanted to to show you, you know, you can give your impression of, of what these people look like, Marissa. I bet, like, it's like a, a cool kid club, like the prize patrol or, like, the mean girls. That's the prize patrol? So this is the prize patrol, and uh, there's something goofy about this website. It, like, jumps a lot when you scroll. This is the guy who I feel like is photoshopped into the picture. <laughs> <laughs> um... For some reason, because I thought Ed McMahon was this thing, I only want an old man to be in the prize patrol, but they all look fine enough. So Dave Sayer, uh, PCH prize patrol Ooh, elite elite. member. Yeah, he is He's done the... He's dark things to get that spot. <laughs> he is the closest to the old man on the group. Um, okay. Went to Bucknell University. <laughs> and... To become a prize patrol member. And uh, he joined as the director of advertising um, following a career at a New York ad agency. Uh, so he is one of the people on Mad Men. Um, <laughs> Todd Sloan is the guy who looks the friendliest. Yeah. Like, he just looks the friendliest. I already told you about him, actually. Then you have Danielle Lamb. Danielle she Lamb. Look- she doesn't what? She doesn't look that friendly. She looks like she thinks she's hot shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so we're talking about a brunette. She's got red lipstick on. She looks like she could do like be a news anchor, something like that. Um, and she actually did receive her bachelor's degree in communications from Loyola University in Maryland. Okay. Uh, and then this is this is my second favorite guy, Howie Guja. He has the hair of the man <laughs> in the eighties. <80s. laughs> He started as an imaging technician in the PCH photo studio. I didn't, I, Marissa, I could be a photo, an imaging technician. 
I didn't know that was a job. What does that mean? I think he was just retouching photos. Really? Or taking them and retouching them? I don't know. Uh, he also has a side business in real estate. And, uh, yeah, he has a BFA. How dare they allow him to have a side business? That's why he's not an elite member. Yeah, I guess you're right. Wow, even Danielle is. Yeah. Then there's the newest member, Bianca... I hope she's a minority because they need one. Bianca Quinones. Qu- Qu- I'm not going to edit that out. Yes, Bianca Quinones. <laughs> <laughs> Bianca the first thing that comes up is her LinkedIn profile where she is a Prize Patrol team member. But... This, Marissa, I wanted to show you is an example of one of the quizzes you can take at PCH.com in order to win tokens to make money. How well do you know Prize Patrol's Bianca Quinones? Ooh! So this is her. She started four months ago. She's a cutie. She looks happy. And basically you go through this quiz and you say, when did Bianca join the Prize Patrol? I know. It's 2021. I got 200 tokens. This... She has a pet. There's a picture of her with a dog. So I'm going to take a gamble and say, she has a dog. <laughs> so this is kind of how these games work. And uh, it's it's kind of an interesting method. You know, again, if you're just trying to burn time and, and keep yourself occupied, you could also make some money at the same time. Are you going to do it? No. Lame. <laughs> But yeah, Bianca has been on all the summer trips. Uh, she's she's in all the articles, and uh, I, I, there's something about it that I love, which is every local newspaper has something about it uh, when somebody does win. I mean, yeah, it's exciting. Like I said, it seemed like a miss. What? Wait, what seemed like a miss? A myth. A myth. Sorry. Like a myth. That is worth reporting. So yes, you can win, but it's very unlikely that you're going to win. Yeah, okay. That's the big prizes. But again, you can use the PCH.com fam- like suite of, of products to, um, yeah, just kind of get rewards and, and play games that way. Basically, every time you see an advertisement, they get some money and they kick some back to you. Um, Publishers Clearinghouse, if you would like to sponsor us or advertise with us, do tell. Yeah. We're open. And Marissa, yeah. They- what you might be interested in, they had a PCH blog. What did they talk about? <laughs> you know, since you're a blogger. <laughs> yeah. What kind of stuff do they cover? Uh, they talked about winners and, like, uh, uh, techniques to kind of, like, keep engaged and, like, reminders. I to. That. Well, unfortunately, Marissa, they shut their blog down. Oh, because blogs yeah. are dead. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Despite that being my main job focus, but continue. Um, do you have any other questions, thoughts, feelings? Uh, thoughts are that I, I am probably going to let my information be sold, and I'm going to start doing stuff <laughs> with publishers clear again. <laughs> now that I know it's not fake. Um, I'm sorry, I might have missed this. So if you told me, I apologize. Do they sell tangible things anymore? I couldn't find any. Okay. I did look to um to to see if I could like yeah, like browse their store or something. And now 
if you think about if you think about the way that it works, like that's another one where they have information about you and you click on certain products that you're interested in or you purchase certain products that you're interested in. They can collect that information and say, um, women in their early 30s who are Hispanic are interested in your toaster or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay, well, that must be their main source of income, that's selling our information. Whatever. I should care more, but I just don't. <laughs> I give uh, up. Now, I am at their blog right now, post from 2018. Okay. Has PCH Prize Patrol ever gone to the wrong house? And they have. Uh-oh. They have a couple of stories That's out horrible. There. That's but I do. don't have any... Uh, I can't find anything on the spot right now where, like, a... Uh, you know, somebody has pulled a gun on them or anything like that. Which I feel I like is, is what you're fun. looking for. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't get it. So what do they do then? They just say, oops, we're joking. You are not winning. When they oh, the yeah. They, they were like, uh, we're looking for Mrs. Jones. And the lady was like, I'm not Mrs. Jones. And they oh, were okay. like, well, this is the address that we have. And the lady's okay. like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not... At least they confirmed the person first. Okay, I mean, duh, of course. Why would I assume they wouldn't? Never mind. Yeah. So, okay. that's a little bit about the Publishers Clearinghouse. Guys, there are other websites that do things like this where you can, um, you know, uh, play games and get money back or do online shopping and, and they, yeah, take your information and you make some money off of that. So, I don't know how lucrative it is, but again, if you have a lot of time to kill, let's say you're like injured and you're just waiting to get healthy again, go That's for a it. That's really bad way to spend your time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just go out and live and say that. Yeah, well, you know, like you could be playing like uh, Candy Crush, or you could be making some money, Marissa. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, especially if you like have to be on your computer all day anyway. Why not? But. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was, uh, that was pretty interesting. I thank you, Pete. It's time for plugs. It's time for plugs. It's time for plugs. In terms of plugs, what's going on, Marissa? This is corny, but uh, if you have Disney Plus, there is a. When I say new, I don't mean this year. This like maybe like. Maybe like 2018 or, or, or a few years ago, um, a new series of Mickey Mouse shorts. Oh, that's um, right. What? I'm glad you're plugging this. Oh, why? Because it reminded me about the potato, potato. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh god, that was so good. Uh, yeah, there's a new a new line of like Mickey Mouse cartoon shorts. Uh, I was really reluctant because the art looks like Ren and Stimpy, so I thought it was going to be, like, gross or something, but it's really funny, and my brother's like, oh, yeah, watch them, and I'm like, yeah, okay, we're in Disney, and I thought, like, maybe it would just be something to have on the background, <laughs> but I watched myself, I've seen myself watch them, like, nonstop since then, and they're did like, you, Did know. you have to have a Disney Plus account to do that? Uh, oh, in Disney? Yeah. I think so. We do have a Disney Plus account. Whoa. I know, right? <laughs> uh, you can watch a lot of them on YouTube, too, though. But um, basically, look for short if you like cartoons or if you even remotely like Disney. The new cartoons are really funny. Like, even as an adult, I found I laughed out loud at some. I told P 
repeat about a potato-based one that just, like, was amazing. Uh, uh, and it made me like Donald Duck a lot more for some reason. But, uh, yeah, that's my plug. I want to plug our Patreon, patreon.com slash y'all heard. If you are a contributing member, then you may have already been notified that the July playlist went up late, but it is up now. <laughs> And uh, thank you, Mike Dominic, for not only being a dedicated patron, but also contributing by posting a comment to our Patreon about Desert Storm Ooh. cards. <laughs> oh, I got to see that. That's awesome. Thank you, Mike Dominic. Thank you to all our loyal listeners. Thank you to the people that remind us we're not just streaming into a void. Yeah, which, you know, sometimes we are. Yeah, whatever. Not goes. not on this show. Like, I mean, after oh, the show, oh. I go out and I scream into a void. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, you can give us a call at 570-POD-1-1. That's 570-763-9231 if you can't figure that part out. Thank you. Uh, or you could slide into my DMs at Risk Vandal. Anything else, Pete? Um, uh, no. Um, I'm gonna go watch. I'm gonna go watch What If on Disney Plus. Oh, let me know if that's good. I will. Bye, everybody. Uh, bye. <laughs>